just because we call ourselves spiritual, actually we are kind of separate ourselves. Verse, maybe people are just living where they are. They're being very spiritual. They are enjoying their human experience because we are in the human body. I always say I am living in a 3D life with my 5D mentality. Hey guys, welcome to our SoulFam podcast where I interview space holders from all over the world. I am your host, my name is Karolina, and I am the Connection Catalyst. Today on the show we have Gina Anayana, the intuitive healer. Welcome to the show, Gina. How are Yay! you doing? Hi! Hi, world! <laughs> thanks for having me here, and it's it's uh, it's going to be a great journey. I can already can feel that. So thank you for inviting me uh, on your podcast. Uh, yes. It's, it's, it's my honor. I am, I am really, really grateful that you agreed to be on the podcast because really your energy is so amazing and I feel like you're so embodied in everything that you uh, preach and everything that you teach and, and heal that I really am so excited for this journey with you. Uh, and I would love you to share how, uh, like, how did you prepare for this podcast because you shared it a moment ago with me. I'm like, oh, we have to record this. <laughs> How I prepare so, for this podcast? Yes, like how you were oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, doing your <laughs> calling the guys. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, basically everything I do. Uh, it doesn't matter if I go into a one-on-one healing session or if I go to a certain event, if I start my own podcast or be on other people's podcasts, I always uh, set intention and I always uh, calling my guides because, you know, we are, I'm a human being. This is a, a vessel, a channel. So anytime I go through the event, I like to call in the highest, the greatest good because it's not about me. You, the, the energy you pick up is the energy I emit through this body, the frequency through my body. It's not about this human me. It's about the energy that I emit outside. So if it's the energy you want to uh, kind of want to know what's the energy about, it's not about this human gene. Like this is my name. But this energy has its signature. So when I go on certain podcasts or go to certain events, I want to bring in the frequency, but not my 3D human me. But of course, this frequency needs to go through this vessel, right? My voice, right? My body movement. But I try to stay clear to calling this highest grace good, calling my guides, angels, team of whoever the beings they want to channel through me and bring the message for your audience because you connect me for a reason we do not know we will know because sometimes we do not have to know but you just feel called i need to connect this person i want her to on my podcast and later maybe three months later you have somebody write to you say hey you had this uh, someone gina on your podcast she said this thing made me aware of certain things so i have no idea what what outcome will be that's why you know if you know what you're gonna say gonna do certain things you have the pressure but if you say, hey, universe, take over, I'm open to be a channel to carry through the message you want me to carry. You don't have that pressure. I can just show up and very relaxed, say, you know, let's dance. Let's, let's do the thing because it's not me. It's done, you know? So that's, you know, I'll probably share a little bit before we start recording, but that's where I come from. 
<laughs> this is so beautiful and I really so vibe with it, especially uh, that now I'm in this kind of uh, example situation, as you mentioned, that you never know where things will bring you because right now I'm in Madeira and how I ended up yeah. here is just that once upon a time, maybe like three years ago, I was with my friends somewhere in Copenhagen in Denmark for a concert and I saw this girl playing music and it was friend of my friends and she was really cool and I connected with her there and then I was just kind of you know, fast forward three years, I was wondering like, where should I go? Where should I go next? And then I connect to her. I'm like, hey, I heard that you're in Madeira. Is it nice there? And she's like, yeah, we have a room. Come here, come to us, come live with us. And here I am just, you know, I was just living with them and I met her whole community and playing jam sessions, playing music. And if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't end up in Madeira because I was like, oh, how to find an apartment, how exactly. to do this. But obviously when I was booking tickets, I was wondering um, to go to Madeira and it was the ticket was on uh, 0202022022 and it costed 1144 Polish Zlotis. I was like, okay. This is what I got to do. Of course, the angels are telling me, yes, yes go for it. And so it's it's so interesting yes. that, you know, at that point when I met her, I wouldn't know like, okay, this relationship will bring me to where I met right now and to meet all these people and to explore, you know, mm -hmm. do run events here and inspire someone. And, you know, yesterday I ran a chakra meditation event when someone yes. was crying because they restored their their essence, like the, the connection to their soul. And I feel like this is just alignment, as you say. This is just when you listen to yourself yes. and to your heart and to your soul and you are a vessel and you are a channel for the divine to flow through you, the magic can really unfold. But in the moment, you never know yes. that it is magic, <laughs> right? In the moment, you're like, you just you just you're not are. supposed to know. And then... <laughs> Yeah, and then yes. it turns out that it's freaking mm -hmm. amazing and everything makes sense the way that it happened, right? So yeah, I just love what you're sharing because yes. I also really intend to live my life being a vessel for divine uh, power and you know of course it's not always uh, like that because we always we get triggered we have you know issues whatever challenges but as much as we can if we continue into this divine presence and divine power within mm -hmm. us because it's really within us it's not outside of us it's just we need to be open to it the more alignment yes. and the more joy really we can experience in our life so i absolutely love what you're sharing uh here for the start because it's really really yes. important and i really feel like you are embodied i feel when you're saying this that it's true you know you really are um embodying yes right from your heart for yes. all of us <laughs> Yes, you're this, welcome. Yes, yes, yes. This is really amazing. And so the first uh, question that I have to you, um, usually I ask about the the journey and or how have you gone through all the things that you're uh, teaching now. But actually, I'm super curious about one specific method that you're uh, practicing, which is shamanjalic breathwork. So I would love to start from that because first okay. of all, what does shamanjalic mean? This is like something like <laughs> big question mark in my mind. Like, what does it mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh okay yeah that's a good question because the name itself is shaman jalic right shamanic and it also angelic so this is a combination of divine masculine with the shamanic now shaman right shamanism is a very divine masculine one you use sound drum rattle and also work on the body angelic is more of like you know the name of angelic like you know uh uh, uh this Angels sound very soft, divine feminine. So when we work with people, you can't just say, hey, let's go, release it. You cannot hold it any longer, right? 
But you know, we all have this childhood trauma. You know, like my dad. My dad is very controlling. Like the the more he tell me, say you cannot do this or you do this, I will do opposite way, right? And, you know, when you think about in healing field, that we've been yelled a lot in our childhood, and uh, now some people do need a little bit of push, so they need to give them permission to say, "Hey, allow it to let it go." They need a little bit of this like strong little bit push. So they can release it, let it go. But sometimes on the other end, we want this divine mother of say, "Hey, you feel safe. Allow yourself to cry, and you are loved. You are loved, and you use like chime, uh, you know, the singing bowl, and use this uh, soft and even body touch. Like you don't touch certain part of body, right? Female, you don't touch this part. You don't touch this part. But you can touch their head. You know, like divine mother, how divine mother hold you." Very gentle, right? Make you feel safe and make you feel protected. So shamanic breath work is is a breath work. So you use breathing to get to the tran tran what we call trans state to access your subconscious. But you use both divine masculine way and divine feminine way to see where the people at. So I can give them both sides instead of just push them out to go. Oh, you're too soft. You know, sometimes you if you moving to fully divine feminine. Sometimes not get to the point. They're like, when people need to push, you gotta give them push. When they feel they don't not feel safe, you gotta give them a hug. They say, hey, touch their hair a little bit. You know, if they have tears, you gonna put tears on their third eye or their heart center, right? Those are the different touch of mother and father's love, divine mother, divine father, or divine masculine, divine feminine. So the shamanic breath work is really incorporated those both sides to. Intuitively pick up where they at to use certain tools or certain touch to help them to process to release, right? So this is I hope this makes sense of、uh, what the shamanic breath work means or what is shamanic like represent of. But that's a good question because I usually would explain when we you know open the container like yesterday I did the two breath work when set people down I was like okay I'll ask them whether you guys had a breath work experience before. If you had, I still want to explain what's the differences between this breath work and other breath work, and I also want them to invite them to release any expectation of previous experience. Just because you had, even though they had this breath work, shamanic breath work with this me this time, and next time depends on the group setting. A group setting you travel with different group, the energy will be different. Then, you know, the the whole experience, the ceremony will be different. So just open, have an open heart. But a concept is the incorporation of divine masculine and divine feminine in the healing space. Yes.、Mm, that's really cool. I have not heard this explanation before. So thank you for sharing. And so when it comes to kind of like technically and、mm -hmm. practically, how is it different? Is it just a specific type of breathing that brings you to this balance or dance of feminine and masculine, or is it the intention behind it, or how how、mm. exactly is this different? So breathing part is like in our practice, you know, there's not too much about breathing. Now breathing is doesn't matter. You use the、uh, boxing breathing or just when you search breath work, there are probably twenty different types of breath work out there. Now some breath work you sitting there do breath work, right? You intense breathing for five minutes, right? Like they will not go journey. We when we talking about shamanic breath work is actually you are going to a ceremony. That your conscious will leave your body. 
so it's a ceremony. Like your body is laying on the ground. You use the breathing to open the gateway. Now, how when we breathing, you you will get to this hyper oxygenated state. When you get to that state, you are leaving your body. You actually traveling in the different dimension, different realm. So that in that state, you can connect with your guides, angels, your past loved ones, whoever's need to come through. You will meet them wherever you subconsciously ready to. It's like when you dream. You never know what you're gonna dream, right? Like you go to sleep right now. You access your subconscious, but you do not. You know you're gonna dream, but you do not know where you're gonna like. And in dream place, you can from from like in China to United States, just one flip. You're like, oh, I'm not in this space anymore, right? So dream realm is no space, no time. All you can say all space and all time because you can travel to any space, any time. When we do breath work, when you get to that state, use breathing, intense breathing, to open this gateway. When you hyper oxygenated, you are getting to this like dream state, but you know you're not dreaming. But it's similar because I have to explain. So when I use dream, people can understand where they really at. So you actually leave your body. So it's very important. But your body is still showing me the things. You are still moving. You're crying, or your body tell me that like a certain belly I need to push on because there's anger there. So your consciousness is already traveling out there. But your body is still in three D. That's why you need a facilitator to help you to. Release while you are there, releasing, connecting. I'm helping your body to also releasing with you. That's why you are doing inner work. I'm outside to support you, and it's very important that you have safe container because if you don't feel safe, it's like you go to sleep nighttime. If you know your front door is open, you probably not gonna sleep very well, right? It's same thing if you go to journey without a facilitator around you. You leave your body. You're not gonna feel safe. Like people will feel like, oh, where's my body right now? Am I laying down or sit up? Because you are leave your body already, but your physical body is already here. But you you have this connection cord. After your journeying, I'm gonna still calling you back. Say, hey, do I have your permission to? You know, will you like have this agreement with me that after your journey you're gonna come back, right? Because you have this cord, you need to come back to 3D. So the To answer your question, is like the divine masculine or divine feminine is just a way of my technique to assist you when you're journeying. So when you're journeying, that's you do not even know what is divine masculine, divine feminine because you're all there connecting with your guides. You're releasing. You are seeing things. You're seeing colors. You are in different land, but your body is moving. I'm. I need to assist your body to make your body feel safe, and I want to acknowledge your body is like oh. If your body show me that doesn't feel safe, or if your body showing me that I need a little bit, like、uh, you know, shake a little bit, so I will move the energy from people's arm and legs to help them move the energy, and I will open their throat because they might nothing screaming, but people do screaming a lot because you have the energy inside of you, you store. Like say, if you never been allowed to yell, doesn't mean you do not know how to yell. Or you do not want to yell is because you never allow to. Now you think about after twenty, thirty years, how many things you installed in your sacral, right? Sacral is all the emotions. Now finally, in the breath work, you also I give you permission to release people screaming. So when they screaming, they're so they might be super tight. So I want to give them a little bit of assistance, like open their heart a little bit, open their you know、uh, throat chakra a little bit, 
allow themselves because their body is still have feeling, even though your consciousness is out there, but your body feeling that, oh, she's assist me. So it will allow the voice to come out. Does that make sense? So you move it. If I would say, okay, shake it, shake it. They can hear me. The body can hear me. So they will, they will do it. They will do it. You know, shake it. Or I will hold their leg, have them push me. So I want them to ground them because I want them to feel the strength, the body they have. So I would do all kinds of things with their body, but they need to trust, right? You need to trust somebody who is sitting you. So this is, you know, the divine masculine, divine feminine is the way I, how I facilitate them, them to allow their body fully release. But when they travel, they do not know what's the divine masculine, divine feminine. But they will come out and feel, oh, I feel safe. Whatever you did, I feel that's exactly what I need. When I need a little hug, you give me a hug. When I'm crying, you can help me, you know, like really, you know, help me to put tears on my third eye, my throat. When I really want to release, you give me the permission to release. That's it. So that is just my touch. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. I freaking love it. And I have a lot of questions based on that. Uh, first of all, why do you put tears on your third eye and on your throat? Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Actually, that's a good one. So our tears is not, sometimes we wipe our tears away, right? It's feel like you are, you are, the tears is not necessary or you feel ashamed I need to wipe my tears away. But our tears is the, to me, is you are alchemizing. Whatever inside of you, you come out emotion, you hard feel about it and then you come to, you know, when you cry, right? You feel this feeling from your stomach to your heart and you start crying from your throat, you make noise and you cry. This is, uh, to me, this is gold. This is alchemized. You alchemize the emotion inside your body. That's not a waste. That's gold. So I want to annoy people's third eye to use this, your own, this alchemize, this pure gold I want to put on your third eye to allow yourself to see the truth because now you feel the emotion inside you open your heart allow yourself to release it and i'll put it on your third eye i want to open your third eye because you see the truth you allow yourself to see what you have that's courage and i also want to put that on their heart center or throat is i want to encourage them yes yeah beautiful you allow yourself to feel it and tears here i want to honor you i want you to even give you more permission to release to speak the truth i want to give you more permission to open your heart center that's why I do, you know, the tears. It's not like, oh, get get tissue, wipe it away, throw away. No, that's yours. I'm going to give back to you. Give back to you. That's yours, right? Yes. That's beautiful. I love that. I'm going to practice it from now on because usually I just got, uh, you know, I just went with this subconscious program of like, okay, tears, okay, wipe it. But actually, you're right. It's a part of us in a way. So we can utilize it. If it's kind of like period blood, we can utilize it. We can yes. do something about it. And it's not a waste. Yes. It's actually a beautiful thing that our body produces as any other really thing that we produce. So thank you for sharing that. This is really great. And I also have a question mm -hmm. because I... Kind of feel like some people might get a little bit scared of this kind of breath work where you say, okay, we're going to travel into the dimensions and the body will stay and I'm going to keep you safe. So what would you say to these people that are like, oh, maybe I'm not going to try it because it's like so scary to go into the, all these dimensions and I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. And what if the silver cord breaks uh, and then I'm going to just fly away and, you know, so what would you say to these people? <laughs> yeah, actually, I perfect the question because actually I had a... Uh, a sister yesterday, she had a, literally, she told me, she's like, Gina, I usually don't like to go let go of control. 
She's like, I know already know. This is my common theme of I don't like to let it go of control. She looked at me. She's like, what are we going to do? I look at her. I was like, you know that your body knows what to do, right? I, I was like, I would suggest you to trust your body. And if you really cannot let yourself go, you will not go and it's okay. Because why, you know, a lot of time we're going to a ceremony, right? Now, sometimes you go ceremony, you, you, you're like all love and light, very gentle. You have beautiful journey. Now, sometimes you go into a ceremony, you have this resistance. But the point is you are there and you're going to trust it what, because you're already here. So I see your concern, but you also I want people to aware that if you choose to be here, guess, guess what? Guess something bigger than you called you to be here. And I want you to trust your body. I see what your mind is saying, but I also want to trust your own body. If to a certain point your body doesn't want to go, then at least you did your best. If, if you go in, once you start breathing, sometimes you don't even know you're already gone. You know, so I was like, hey, let's trust your body a little bit. Thanks for sharing this with me. I acknowledge that, but let's see. Now, <laughs> she went in. I was like, when she... You know, this whole ceremony was beautiful. Actually, I was you are the person actually really easy to work with. It's just your mind was thinking about, you know, lose control safe because depends on what you're going through in the past. You know, your mind don't feel safe. But I, to a certain point, because I know my energy, it wise, is the whole I can ground people. And I think that she trusts my energy. And I think it's not she trusts my, it's her body is trusting my frequency. So actually, she's very easy to work with. She went in, I was like, when she came out, our sister, I was like, if you didn't tell me you, you, you have this resistance, I didn't notice a thing. Your body seems very open. You worked with me. I went there. She was all sweating. She's screaming. She's releasing. And I, you know, to ground her, I have her leg push on my waist because I want her to feel how powerful she is, how strong she is. And she's perfect. She went out. She's like, Gina. She started laughing. She's like, Wow. This is powerful. I was like, it's not me powerful. It's you powerful. Your body knows what to do. I was like, I know what you're saying in your mind, but I want to trust your body and I want to invite you to trust your body. So it's perfect as perfect this just happened yesterday. So if people come to me, I will look into their eyes and say, hey, sweetheart, dear love, if you are here, there's something medicine for you to release, for you to like, take right from this ceremony and you're going to trust wherever if you stop in the middle you are brave soul you are here to willing to do the work is already brave enough so do not have any expectation any outcome release that to great whoever you want to call creator god whoever it is release that just fully trusting if you stop in the middle i still honor you but you haven't even go in yet I want you to try your best. That's it. Usually, they say, oh, you see me? You're not laughing at me? No, I'm not. Why would I? You are here. I honor you. Like, you are so damn brave to, to come here, right? To journey with me. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. So do you feel like if someone has a little bit of resistance and maybe feel fear of losing control, do you feel like it can gradually they can get more and more comfortable the more they do it the more and more comfortable and the deeper they can go it's uh the how deep you go is actually is not from your mind like sometimes you think this thing doesn't work and you go so deep sometimes you're like i won't go deep 
because you have expectation. It's all about expectation. So deep or not, I would say it really depends on where your subconscious wants you to receive certain things. Sometimes you just go certain way. It's exactly what you needed because you want to bring into your awareness. Is are you in your own way? Right? Why you didn't go deep is are you in your own way or are you have some sort of things in your own way? Then I want them to talk about. You see, uh, shamanic breath work is the one of the practice that I offer or one of the service I offer. Now, usually when they come out, I have them to share a little bit. Uh, and if they aware why they couldn't go deep deep enough, let's say I really don't feel safe, then I will use Zeta healing, which is my another healing modality to really dive into what happened way, 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 way back before, maybe in your childhood, maybe in your past life, maybe in your ancestor that had this traumatic experience that don't feel safe, that now is showing in your life right now that you usually do not feel safe in the public or you need to be very aware of like, where's my surrounding, you right? It's showing in your life. So... It's not the more they do it, the more they will do it. It's like if, if you're aware that there, it, it has certain, certain experience you need to address in your past. Like even right now, like the resistance have different, different, two different scenarios, okay? So it's just like you go, you go running, right? It doesn't matter how many times you run. The, the, the resistance part is you put your shoes on, open the door. Like it doesn't matter how many times I do breath work. I still have the resistance that like, I do not want to do it because you really have to push through this five, first five minutes. It's just first one mile of your running. Doesn't matter how good at you're running every day. You, when your first quarter mile or first mile, you, your body is have this natural resistance. It's so this is the, the resistance that actually you, you want to face it anyway. It's just like, it happens. But the other one's resistance is you, when your ego really chime in, really don't feel safe. That's the different the resistance that I would have them to work on with me one-on-one session in data healing because I know that certain history happened in your childhood or in way, way back in genetically or history level that uh, in your way stop you. So those are two different type of, you know, we can work on. I can really, really relate to what you're saying because I feel like I feel this first type of resistance uh, before any psychedelic experience. It's like, and it doesn't matter how many times I do it. Uh, I know that the plant, for example, yes. will take me wherever it wants to take me. So there is always this kind of like ego kind of fear uh, or whatever else resistance. Like, yes. oh, am I really going to do this? Am I really going to go there? And But yeah, I guess I was also yes. relating to this second resistance that you mentioned, because what, what I do, I also work with childhood traumas and with emotional release in general and i found even mm. within myself and with, within other people that the more we step into childhood traumas the deeper they can go because they're more familiar with the feeling so it's like okay maybe at first i can allow myself to just feel 10 percent of the fear because my body is so scared of this fear that i'm not gonna go 
as deeply as I possibly mm-hmm, can. Mm-hmm. But then after a few sessions, five, ten, you know, million, <laughs> then you're like, yeah, okay, fear, yeah, I'm just gonna allow it to to be, and I'm gonna shake it off, and and I'm kind of fine yes. with it. I'm friends with it, right? But at the beginning, it's like, no, it's like, oh mm-hmm. my god, this is scary to go into this feeling. So I guess, yeah, we were uh, considering these two two parts of resistance. But yeah, I feel you with this first type, like <laughs> because you never know where you're gonna journey, yes. and it might be a journey that you don't exactly. expect. And I think that yes. ego ego is like, oh, if mm-hmm. I cannot expect it, if I cannot put it in box, unknown. yes, then, oh unknown. my god, yes. like what is gonna happen, right? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yes, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's freaking freaking crazy, but I freaking love love this because this is like the biggest exploration of the universe you can do because you never know what you're gonna experience. And I am a very variety driven person, so I I love this stuff, uh, and I know that not everyone does. But I feel like you need to also find comfort in the discomfort, even if you're doing something, and also really, yes. I, I feel like for me when I do something like that, when I go against the resistance that I'm like scared of doing something or I'm like unsure how it's going to go. If I actually go through it, I feel so much more confident, so much more empowered in myself, so much more like, oh yes, I did it, right? Same with like cold therapy for me, for example. Today I went into the water and for me it's freaking cold in here. It's not like easy to do. But afterwards I'm like, okay, I did it. So I guess with the breath work is the same. It's like, okay, maybe you might be a little nervous before you start, but then the feeling that you did it is going to be so amazing and so rewarding that it's worth it for sure <laughs> yes yes I totally can resonate that like i i don't like cold like i'm in michigan right it's winter time michigan is snow you know for we have snow for winter for five months so and i don't like cold and when we do cold plunge right like first time i did a cold plunge that time i haven't really practiced my breath work yet so my body is like of course you are so close you know I was in probably just 30 seconds. I hate it. I hate it because I was not open. I, mean, I, I fully resisted. I don't like it. Why I do it? And I was uh, cursing, swearing the whole time. I usually don't say F word ever. So if any time you want to hear me say F word, probably is in Coda Punch before. <laughs> now, because I practice breath work now, right? One time, I literally, my body told me, say, hey, if you want to go in Coda now, you better do some couple rounds of breath work. I didn't know where they come from, so I started doing a little bit of practical. And when I went in, I stayed it for 17 minutes. And my mm. body is literally to the point, it created this warm bubble around me that I can stay in as long as I want to. But you know when you do cold therapy or cold plunge, like after 10 minutes, it doesn't really have any more of like medical, like a healing part of the thing it's just you can stay longer but first five minutes to ten you know three to five minutes is really really uh benefit you know for your body so but i realized when you use breath work you know you really do a do a way that i practice you really create this warm bubble around you then when you're in you actually your body is like protect you you know kind of sealed i don't want to say sealed because you still can feel the water as a coldness but your body itself generated as a heat and it kind of like interacted with the cold also like uh, intertwine it's very interesting very beautiful and ever since then do i still have resistance stepping the cold water hell yes i don't want to my body is like why you want to do that again but once <laughs> i do breath will come in after 30 seconds a minute i was like okay let's see how long i can stay this time you're like i'm more easing to and my 
close my eyes, do a couple rounds of breath work, and I open my eyes and start talking. You know, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good, you know? <laughs> so it's really kind of like knowing where you're at and also use the uh, connect with your body because our body is uh, so smart. Our body is just so smart and so intelligent and so powerful that I think we underestimated of this human body. Everybody want to be 5D. Everybody want to leave the body, go traveling, you know, sp spiritual thing. But I was like, I do that too. I mean, that's what I practice. You, you need to go, you know, traveling, do the things. But I also, I was like, I love my body. I love this 3D experience. How cool is that? I can smell, touch, kiss somebody, you know? So it's kind of like, I honor my human experience. Yeah. Are you still there? I'm, yes, I am. Can you okay. hear me? <laughs> I am. I'm just really into what yes, you're I saying. Yes, I can hear you, but your camera hear. kind of... Uh, I'm really feeling everything mm -hmm. you say. Yeah, maybe if the connection is a little bit uh, uh, breaking, that's okay. It's still recorded. Uh, so yeah, I really, really vibe with what you're saying because at the beginning of my spiritual development, the, let's say, guy that I've had, he was like, yeah, you know, this body, this human experience is not as cool, like spiritual experience is cool and whatever. And I discovered like, I freaking love experiencing earth and just experiencing tastes and experiences and just like travels. And mm -hmm. uh, I was just saying that at the beginning of my spiritual development, I had this guide, let's say, that was like all about the spirit world and only spirit world and the human body is like nothing. And I feel like I feel the opposite. I feel like I am so happy being a human, yes. taste things, travel, you know, do things with my body yes. and even breathe, dance, sing. Like you yes. can do so much. And I feel like it's not less spiritual to sing and to eat food and to do everything with your body as it is to meditate and to travel in other dimensions. Yes. I mean, it is the wholeness of the experience that is the spirit, right? Because spirit, spirit is everything. It's not like, oh, this thing is spiritual and this is not. It's like, there is no such thing. Mm -hmm. And what does it even mean to be spiritual? Exactly. Sometimes I even laugh at this, this whole like idea. What is not spiritual really, you know? Exactly, <laughs> It's pretty yes. funny when we think about it, you know? Because spirit is in everything. Yes, when we say... You know, when we point out other people is not spiritual, actually, we are the person not being spiritual. Because if you really think you are spiritual and everything is spiritual, there's no separation. So the same thing as when people say, oh, this person is sleep, you know, like in spiritual community, right? We need to awake people. Uh, we need to wake people up. We need to wake people up. Guess what? You are the people, you are the one need to wake up if you think everybody is asleep. Does that make sense? It's like... If we cannot accept where people is at, where they at, as perfectly where they at, is we are not being wake up because we are in a sleep state. Think everybody need to be the same way as you are, is asleep. So, you know, just because we call ourselves spiritual, actually we are kind of separate ourselves. Versus maybe people are just living where they at. They're being very spiritual. They are enjoying their human experience because we are in the human body. I always say. I am living in a 3D life with my 5D mentality. What that mean is I really enjoy every single thing that come into my life, material thing. I always tell people, what's wrong with me to want to have a Tesla? I want to enjoy the experience of what it feels like to drive the Tesla. I want to what it feels like to have beautiful experience and have sex, right? The human design is beautiful. It's sacred union. There's nothing wrong with that. And, but the thing is that 
That's why I say 3D body living with 5D mentality is when you fight, you understand everything is connected. You understand things comes and goes. You understand once our start saying this thing, which means going to be end. Death is in every single second and moment. What I said is said. Like once I open my mouth, say the word, this word is not going to be repeated anymore because it's done. Right. So if we really understand that you're not going to have same exactly experience ever, ever again, why we cannot, you know, be present, hundred percent, be cherished for what you have, and when it leaves, you know. And you see, once we start this podcast, which means the podcast is going to be end. Once we start, we have end. We are living in this duality. You cannot bypass this, and being out of body. A lot of time, being spiritual, all the body is actually bypass your three D experience is not being spiritual. Actually, if you will really talk about that, but if I judge them, then I'm not being spiritual. But I I see that I accept what the people is doing because they choose to do. But、uh, come back to me is that what I choose to do is my truth. I choose to live in this three D body. Have want to have certain things in my life because I want to have experience, but I don't have attachment. I want drive Tesla, but if I don't get it, I don't get it. If I, you know, manifest so interesting when I brought up this thing, and one friend, he's a, a car salesperson, and I was like, "Oh, you car salesperson?" He's like, "Yeah, I've been in the industry for thirty years." And I was, "Do you have Tesla?" He's like, "No, actually, we don't have. But if we ever have, come in, I will let you do drive for the weekend." I was like. Beautiful. I was like, I got to experience、Perfect. it. Maybe I don't like it after I drive the thing. I was like, oh, whatever. I don't know. I I don't know. No, I cannot. I cannot perceive myself whether I like or do not like it. But at least I, if I sit in, I drive a little experience. Maybe I was like, this is cool, but it's not for me. Maybe I will come back to my mom van. Who knows, right? So it's called attachment. I'm not attached to the Tesla, the brand. I want to experience that. And after I experience that, I release. If it's not meant for me, it will not be. Just like a relationship, you be a relationship with somebody. You love this person, but we always say you are mine. I'm yours. But excuse me, I'm not yours. You are not mine. You know, like really clear is like, you are not even yours. By the way, like seriously, right? When you leave your body, <laughs> you don't take a thing. So when I. When I realize my body even even not mine, when I cannot take away, how can I claim that you are mine? But if you choose to be with me for a certain period of time, when we energy align, let's be each other's boo. But but when you one day wake up and say, "Hey Gina, I just feel like the energy just somehow doesn't align," and I I feel like I want to you know if you you know if I interested in this person, I'll say, "Okay, thanks for." Letting me know this. Let's wrap up our chapter, so you can. I will give you blessing to move on to next relationship if that's what you called to, right? But it's so hard to do that in in real life. In real life, it's like when you get together, you are you are really you are mine. But when you're not together, you you from the lover to really hate each other, to be angry with each other, or not even want to see each other. I think that's. Kind of like really sad in the real life. Have this attachment. You have to be mine. I have to be yours. You know, we are not. We are not. We cherish the moment we've been together, but not、uh, claim that the ownership of yours and mine. But I will be responsible.、Uh, take my ownership for the choice I made. 
if that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, and I agree with you uh, that we are not each other's in a way, but I feel like when we say it, when people say it, they just really miss this feeling of ownership, which is like a safe containment, uh, for example, for the feminine energy to feel like she is his, <laughs> right? It's kind of like a safe container and containment that, um, and like, Yeah, the energetically, it feels good to feel owned sometimes in a healthy way. But really, the truth is that we are never owning anyone or anything. It's just coming and going to us based on our life experience. And so I really, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I have based on what you said before about attachments, because I feel like, especially at the beginning of the spiritual mm -hmm. journey, for a lot of people, they have this willingness to wake everyone up, as you said, right? And yes. there is this like, okay, I'm spiritual. They are not, but I really want them to be spiritual. I really want them to know meditation and know these other realms of, of my reality and, you know, of what I have experienced. And I've been there uh, when <laughs> I, after my spiritual awakening, I was like, oh my God, I want to share this with everyone. I want to have all my friends and family go into this world. And of course now uh, yes. pretty much most of them did. But uh, because, you know, slowly I introduced uh, a lot of things to them and most of them really dive deep into it. Uh, even my mom, uh, last year I ran a ceremony for her. And so that's a win of my life um, to do it with my mom and my stepfather. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I feel like it's really hard for some people to let go of this attachment, especially I think with the closest friends and family, because we really want to be understood for our beliefs, for how we are in this world for how we express ourselves and for our spiritual self as well. And sometimes there are yes. family members that will never accept it and will never really understand, right? Like I have uh, my yeah. grandma, for example, like she's probably not gonna get what I'm saying and she's trying and she maybe accepts mm -hmm. some things, right? But she's probably not gonna yes. experience or understand me on a deep level. And I really want to ask you, like, what do you feel like is the way to release this attachment to have the people that are closest to us understand us and understand us on the spirit level and not to want them all to wake up because it's pretty much impossible you know for us to sometimes change mm -hmm. someone because if they are not open for they are not open to experiencing it it's not going to happen so what would be mm -hmm. your advice to these people who struggle with it you see the question is i do not feel they are struggle i think we are struggle for them to not see it <laughs> Is that true? Like they are living a Monday life. I they chose everybody have free will. Everybody choose the path they want to be, and we are the person actually not okay for their where what do they choose? They are actually don't give a shit of what do we choose. If they come to you, <laughs> they say the scenario is like, you know, like your grandma, right? Like she doesn't accept, but what you're doing that is actually that probably it doesn't really bother her. But if it really bothered her, I had people really, really bothered them. You know, when I going through a spiritual awakening, they will send the questions like, oh, uh, who is your God? You know, stuff like that. You, you, are you still have God in your heart? <laughs> so is that, that scenario is when people are bothered by our spirituality. And in that moment, uh, the best way is, you know, when you engage with this energy, you are actually lower your frequency. So they all have free will to express where they at. Now that's their karma. But if you engage with them, you become your karma. So if you really being spiritual, if you really understand where people's at, you first of all, you have to accept where they at. So you also accept what they say to you without being triggered. But 
if you get triggered, which means you still have work to do around that. So to me, when I really, I, I, I sit with that question and I was like, I do actually do not need to explain to you what is my God, because if I connect with my God, I have this connection with him and I will embody this energy by not, my, I'm embodying the energy instead of talking to other people to accept where I'm at. I'm going to just be the energy. Instead, I want you to see what I'm becoming. I don't need you to see what I'm becoming. If you can feel about later what I'm becoming, that's it. My words doesn't even matter. So they are, are we accept them to be themselves? And are you accepted to be who you are without the validation? Now, this is not attachment. This is a validation. Are we seeking the validation, acceptance from our loved ones to see you where you're at? If we still want people to see where we're at, the feeling of to be seen, to be heard, we're still looking for external validation. If you really be, you do not need to even want people to see you, to hear you. Of course, you know, uh, people understand you, understand people don't understand you. They, don't, they will not understand you by you ask them to understand you because we are putting pressure for other people. The more you want people to see you, the more you want people to understand you, they're not going to see you, understand you. They have resistance, right? But the best way I would say is like accept it where they at and that's a good way i want to kind of share with your audience is like you see those roses right in your garden now they even though they are on the same rose bushes but those flowers they do not bloom at the same time is that true some maybe already bloom some like halfway some have bud some like a little bit and some are already bloom they have fruit on it so we are your even though you are in family Right, this big family as this big rose bushes, and uh, your you are maybe the blooming right here. Maybe there's somebody in your family is really seeing you because they are here. Now, when the, your mom is started here because she's aligning with you, she's catching up, and then maybe your grandma is like literally not for her lifetime to open. Are we okay for our loved one? That's not their time to open in this lifetime because you know why. When I was little, or so many people in the little, we will try to open the flower, right? But guess what? When you open the flowers, the next day the flower die, literally. If we force people to open, to accept what you see, you're going to kill them spiritually. Like they are not ready to, to open, okay? So that's helped me to understand when I get little, when opening, I was like, why people don't see it is so good. They are asleep, whatever. Then that's why I said it. When you see everybody sleeping, you are only awakened. Then you are the you are the person sleeping. Actually, everybody is awakened because we don't see where people's at. So we accept where they at with love and compassion because they are first of all for whatever reason this fear of seeing that we need to give a love and compassion and we be the example, be the way shower because you do not to the more you accept where they at, they will be curious. It's like oh this is different. Why she didn't come to talk to me this way anymore? They will ask the questions. They will feel the changes in your life. If you be that energy, you will draw, you will magnetize people to your life. I mean, now I don't really go people anymore. I go walk out there, you know, sometimes in a restaurant, I would just have my journal, have my wine. People will come talk to me. They all say on Facebook, like you, you will reach out to me. I didn't say a word. I don't know who you are and who you were at that time, right? You reach out to me. It's the energy. You be yourself. People will drawn to you. And it's that's the, manifestation love attraction we don't go get people people come to drawn to you so i think i i went a little bit far away but i think that's a a lot of people have this especially they cannot get over with their 
loved ones, right? Like their family and friends, because they want them on on board on this ship. But they are not meant to. Their timing is not divine timing is not ready yet. And can we hold a space and show them by being your own frequency and allow them to see? Oh, actually, it's beautiful. She is different. I want to know what she's doing. Get them curious. Get them to come to ask you. Then you can share your experience by saying, "Hey, this is what I do. If you feel called to, you know, welcome to join me. I will maybe share this、uh, <clears throat> practice I do, share this meditation I do, or share this event with you to see how you feel about it. Hold the container, hold the space to allow them to experience the things that you went through. I think that would be probably the way I would suggest it from my own practice, own experience." Amazing! I freaking love it, and I agree with everything you said.、Uh, plus, I would add to this: like, if you still feel like you need to be understood and you need to seek approval, just go to your childhood and see what happened to make you feel like this, to make you seek for this approval and this, you know, attachment to making someone understand you in a way that you want to be understood. And so, yeah, that's beautiful what you shared. But yeah, it's it's really beautiful what you shared, and I feel like. Really, if we still need this approval, need this love, need this acceptance, we just need to go, go through the trigger, go to childhood trauma, release it there, and then we no longer are attached to the outcome of them understanding us or them, you know, doing anything really. Because like, if we understand that it's an evolution of the soul, and everyone has exactly what they asked for and exactly what they wanted to create、yes. with their soul in this life, then we're like, ah, yeah, okay, so maybe this experience is necessary for this person. This maybe not knowing these higher spiritual truths, it's actually the best right now to. Work through some karma, or、yes. to experience something else than they have experienced before, or whatever else it is. We never know the greater plan of why、mm -hmm. people are how they are. And so, for us, with our lower mind, let's say to be like, okay, you do this, you do that,、um, it just doesn't make any sense, really,、exactly. <laughs> when I think about it. And for some people, it actually takes time. Like for <clears> my <throat> brother, to open up to have like a. Ceremony、uh, with me. It took him a few years, but it was perfect because you know he's been hearing all about these crazy things that I've been experiencing on all these psychedelics and meditation and whatever.、Yeah. And then when the time was right, he was like, "Okay, I'm ready now. I want to go into this. Like, you know, let's do a ceremony." And now he's all in it, and I'm just so、uh, grateful because I didn't even have to do anything. As you said, I was just an example, and everyone around me was just like, "Oh." She's actually more happy. She's less stressed. So what does she do, right?、Yes. And then people are curious rather than you're like, yeah, pushing anything、uh, on them. And so、mm -hmm. I completely hundred percent understand and agree with you、uh, on this one. And I have a, a one more question、yes. to you about the holographic sound healing because I don't know what holographic sound <laughs> healing means. So I'd love you to talk a little、okay. bit about it. Why holographic and what does in this uh -huh. like um, area of sound? Yes.、Yeah, so now, sound healing. You know, we we know sound healing, right? Use sound frequency. So holographic sound healing is when we. I try to want to talk as more、uh, people can understand is, we are not separate, right? We are living in a this three D life. We so called matrix is a big holographic, big thing. You create your own reality. Like your world and my world is totally different. Depends on how you perceive the world. So from the three D wise, we all know the Earth. You know, there's the planet and stuff like that. You know, we all have a basic agreement of how the universe look like. But you will be surprised. Everybody's universe is different. Everybody's world is different. 
because you interact with different people, I interact with different people. One day we come to in our, your world and my world have this, uh, you know, uh, like intertwined a little bit because we have our, we have our experience together. So I try to kind of lay the foundation of holographic itself. We are living in a holographic world. Now, when you use holographic sound healing, is I basically treat your each body parts as a little hologram. I use sacred geometry, like you know, Metatron's cube. You maybe heard of that. That's the main uh, sacred geometry I would use to treat every you know our bubble, each of your chakra, the main seven main ones first. And also, if you are working on the shoulder, but you know you have shoulder pain, it's not just your shoulder. Your shoulder is a symptom of the energy uh, kind of blocked your divine masculine. You maybe carry on too much things. And you maybe, if you have shoulder pain, you might also have the knee problem as well because support. If you carry too much things, you're doing, 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 you probably don't feel support. So when I do sac sacred geometry, use sacred geometry to bubble the area that... Bu that uh, bothers you are also calling in those associated uh, this, uh, aspect that contribute to your shoulder pain. And I want to bubble them, use sacred geometry bubbles, I'm calling them in bubble. It, 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 it's visualized that all the things that are kind of like in your energy field that bothered you, I want to focus on this area, but I'm calling everything in this holographic field so I can direct my energy and use my sound and toning and with the singing bowl, to really working on the energy because I calling all the energy in this sacred geometry. And you know the like Makaba, which is the the like Metatron's cube. You you can literally just bubble that. And you want to visualize everything is in the bubble. So I'm working on the energy in this bubble, but also I want to make sure your seven chakra is aligned when I'm working on the specific uh, parts of your body and calling all the associated uh, uh, like issues uh, problem. And you use tuning and chanting, and I will visualize, you know, the, the whatever when I bubble is a color, probably with a different color. In my mind's eye, use your third eye. When you're doing chanting and toning, the color will change. And you want to have this pure white light, then you know that time is the things you are working on is dissipated. They are already healed. So then you will come out and allow the energy to kind of move through do an attunement to each chakra. Because if I'm working here, right, your shoulder, the the thing is, uh, you you carry a lot of weight. Why you carry a lot of weight is because you think that's your responsibility to carry the weight. So you might gonna have, uh, uh, you know, the reason why you carry a lot of weight. Maybe from your heart, maybe in your solar plexus, you feel you don't deserve it. You don't deserve to be certain things. So you when you carry on, you want people to see you. So when people see you, you feel the self worth, right? So it will align with your solar plexus. So when I work on your shoulder, it's actually I'm working on your solar plexus, also working your throat. Is why if you always carrying on a lot of the uh, this responsibility, maybe you do not know how to ask help. You do not know how to express yourself. So your throat is also have something to work with that, right? So I'm just for for example. So when I'm working on certain body parts, I'm actually working on the seven main chakra as well. So after I've taken care of that, I want to make sure each chakra is clear. I do atonement, you know, but I'm all in this visualization. In my mind's eye, I can see it. But also you can feel it. If I'm working on your crown chakra, everything is energy. You can feel the energy is moving around. You know, you might see different things. Your body feels a different way. When you come out, it's like, what do you do that? I was like, how do you feel about that? What are some things you felt about that? Because 
since the healer, I call myself intuitive healer, right? What you're going through, I will feel it in a different way. You might see things, but I feel it. I was like, oh, do it, 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 is that something that you have certain, you know, energy pulling from this and that? You know, we try to kind of like share your your experience and my experience for we to understand what we're really working on. So I know you asked a simple question, but I it's, this is such a big concept for people to understand. And I hope I make, you know, kind of help people to understand what I do. But you really cannot really put the words into the energy work when you never experienced that. Because energy is hard to describe. Anytime you try to use words to describe it, it lost the potency of that feeling. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, because it's our mind and not our experience that tries to explain and put it in some kind of boxes of the words that we already yes. have that are mm -hmm. that have a meaning that the collective consciousness of humans agreed upon, but it's not really the essence of what we've experienced. And so uh, on that note, I actually have a, a question about <laughs> these sacred geometry symbols because mm -hmm. it's probably also going to be hard to explain with words. Mm -hmm. But for example, Merkaba or Metatron's Cube, do they carry a specific energy or how do you use these two, especially because they are the most known, I think, uh, of all the sacred geometry symbols? What kind of energy do they bring and how to use them if you want to, for example, use them on yourself? Yes. Now, very interesting. Like myself right now, I'm here, but every morning, every single day, I will, we call the activation. You are actually place yourself because, you know, Mechabai is a two triangles right one's up one's down there's one's divine feminine one's divine masculine so you want to visualize you in this makaba which is in the center well when you in 2d you see the two triangle right but in 3d 4d they actually a holographic it's a um it, when it's spinning it's a sphere right you think about the two triangles when they 3d they're spinning you are it's a created sphere and you are in the sphere what that does that do is protection. Mainly, a lot of time I use it as protection. Uh, protect your own energy, like especially you are very impasse. A lot of time, end of the day, after you talk to certain people, you're gonna feel tired. You feel drained. You're gonna feel angry if they are angry, right? So um, I use that a lot of time, and even not just in 3D world. When I go meditation, when I do, you know, traveling out there, doing my thing, you know, <laughs> in the universe, doing my thing, or even I in my ceremony, breathwork ceremony, I always would put myself, even though I facilitate it. But I know I'm journeying with them. And I will put those, ask their permission to put their sacred geometry, especially as the Metatron's cube, create their own sphere. So when they go travel, they are protected. And also, they are not taking on any other people's energy because when you go all there, if you leave uh, your, it's like you leave your house, your front door is open. Maybe ninety percent nobody gonna come in, but that ten percent, you have no idea who gonna come in, right? So I want to make sure everybody go all there. Their physical body, I'm guarding it, but their astral body, they have this uh, because you are, your because we cannot see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Our imagination is true in different dimension, but not in 3D, right? So when they ask your body go out there, I want to have some protection go with them as well. When I send them out, when they go out, I want to send some protection for them. So mainly for protection, I use a lot, but also Metatron's cube is also for healing as well. So a lot of time uh, when this, this is very deep. So you think we think about three triangles, but actually our chakra, right? We seven 
in our body, but actually there's 12. There's two more underneath us and I think three more. So seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. Seven, ten, twelve. Twelve of them. And then they all going, they not all of them go in the same direction. Some of them they go clockwise, some of them go uh content clockwise. So that will creating depends on where how they move, they're creating the healing. And so the this this side I believe is the demand uh feminine and this this side is demand masculine so when you activate that and use the macbar you when you do healing you know certain time i want to activate this side because i'm doing demand masculine healing and this side and demand feminine healing but you know my hand probably is really like confusing people anyway but one side is demand masculine and one side is divine feminine you know so it depends on what chakra i'm doing so am i going to activate that one be more a little bit more and focus on that one other one still spinning but this one i want them to spinning certain speed we will call 33 million times speed on a 99 million times speed but this is very deep of a term wise but for protection for healing you know mainly for those this is amazing. I am so excited to uh, hear about it and to actually check it out uh, by myself. And it's interesting because mm -hmm. uh, literally yesterday, a friend of mine asked me like, so what do I do when I take on all these people's feelings and all these people's emotions, you know, like how do I clear this? And I gave him, of course, a few visualizations and a few yeah. methods for that. But I feel like this could be a nice addition to uh, visualize Merkaba and Metatron's Cube and then know that these specific, because it's such a powerful thought form of people who have been using this for ages, right? right? And so yes. the thought form of using these specific symbols of sacred geometry have more power because so many people have used it, right? In the same way as like mm -hmm. a symbol of a cross has a power because people use it in a specific way or other symbols. It's a thought form that, yeah, people yes. charge up uh, with their thoughts and mm -hmm. their feelings. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing it. I am yes. super excited to try it out uh, on myself. Yes. And yeah, we've been talking for uh, quite a long time, longer yes. than I expected today, but I was just so curious about everything you have to share. I'm, I'm st I could st still talk with you for hours, I feel. Um, I but just one yes. quick question. If people connect with you and have a healing session with you or uh, look into mm -hmm. what you're doing, what's the best way that they can find you? The quickest way is our Instagram. And my handle is Goddess Intention. Goddess under, underscore, right? You know, uh, if you search Goddess Intention, you will find me. And it, or you can find me on Facebook as the Inner Sensory Healing. The Inner Sensory. Or everything is inner feeling. It's not external, inner. Inner Sensory Healing uh, on Facebook. And uh, if you find me or on the... YouTube channel, I every day I post a video to share my teachings, my not just the teachings, realizations. I also do card reading. So I will sometimes do oracle card reading if I feel called with some energy wise to clarify for people are confused what's going on in the world. And uh, if you go on the like YouTube, you will see all kinds of video. I probably have around 60, 70 videos there right now. So and uh, on the Instagram, on Instagram basically will be like short one minute reel, like you know, a message. But if you want to uh, to listen to how I relate to the very simple message go on my YouTube called Unity Through Diversity. And I, that's the, my podcast name as well. So if you people feel called to check the uh, stories that I interview people, right? Maybe, you know, if you feel called to, you're welcome to come to my podcast to share your personal journey of how you get from where you were to get where you're at and what you're doing because we all the light. We all, but we are different frequency of light. We all different ray of the light that we all have specific frequency and a mission and purpose on this planet by being yourself 
not chase purpose, passion is is not external. It's being yourself is great service for the humanity for the all. So can find many ways. So feel free to post these links, and uh, if the people want to connect with me, I will. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Okay, I have one last question. I promise, but yes. I really need to ask it. So <laughs> you're saying how you're, you're you're saying all these messages about what's going on, and so right now, well, the war is going on. So what do you feel are the intuitive insights of, mm-hmm. and also like advice for people to do? Because I feel like so many people now live in fear and they don't know what's gonna happen. And so, what is your advice? And maybe your maybe if you got some intuitive insights about how it's mm-hmm. going to unfold or what maybe is the purpose of it because sometimes when we can understand the purpose yeah. um, it might be easier for us to accept mm-hmm. what's going mm-hmm. on so yeah. if you'd like to share I'll be super glad yes yeah, so see myself personally it's not I don't care what's going on in the world I do care deeply energetically I care everything about world because every day I pick up the energy sometimes my heart center sometimes I have anger you know I was like okay where does this come from so what are the advice for us to live in in a more sentient, peace and calm state of our life, right? Is uh, I would uh, suggest uh, you treat the world, what's happening in the world is actually on a small scale, is also inside of us. Now, to help people understand, I want to people to visualize or imagine, those conscious is like family members, right? You have brothers, sisters, you have parents, you have grandparents, you have children. Now, certain countries with countries, they are just, bro- they are like brothers. You know, they have certain times they don't see each other eye to eye and they fight and even though getting into the physical fight and hurting people. Um, and as other family member, we are not just going to see this bigger brother's uh, perspective. We really sometimes need to understand both sides of perspective. Now, for the people very triggered is because they are picking the sides. You know, whatever the country, you should or you should not. And, you know, it takes two to fight. People just don't just go pick on bully people, bully people. You heard that, right? If people are bullying people, they might get bullied by people before. Or hurt people, hurt people. If people are hurting people, which means they got hurt by other people before. So what I'm saying is like sometimes I will invite people not to, to get stuck in one side of the story. Like you said, we never really know what's really going on just because the social media are telling you what's going on. You don't really know, but you do know from your heart is you want to have the peace, carry the peace, love and unity inside of your heart and send in the intention to the people there to send intention to the universe is like hold this neutral frequency inside of your heart because we all know energy is energy. If you have two couples here, if this part I put more, like you turn on the tap, right? Turn on the like water thing. If you want side of tap, you open a little bit more. This cup are gonna fall, fill up faster versus the other cup. If you can dripping, 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 this will be slow. So which part of energy you want invest on? If we on a personal level is I would do not want to feed the one turning very fast because I know if I contribute more, more in t- more attention to this cup. You're gonna feel it more, which means gonna go other side. The energy is pulling. Energy is pulling. There, this this good or bad duality. So which side ba- best way for me is like I know I do not know have a full picture of what's really going on, but I do know that I'm not gonna add any into any of bucket by holding the balance of that. If everybody hold the balance, then we have more clarity. Now a lot of time I feel like in on social media we are feeding the fire. 
when you do not even know what you are feeding. People just get triggered. People just get the anger feeding in. By the way, if you are supporting somebody, something by the anger, resentment, hate, you are feeding the buckets that you actually do not want to see. Right? So if you are more conscious that you have put in more of love, peace, unity, you we are actually feeding the other side. That things gonna turn, things gonna shift when the energy we are the whole world is showing us what we are investing in, in the energy, energetic wise. And in a certain country, why is this certain country you know started it? And I, just because of our brothers and sisters fighting, it's actually related to us. It hurts our energy, right? As well. So the best practice is like just stay in the center, aware of each part, and knowing that they are fighting right now. Then, by which side of energy, how you want to invest in your energy is you are actually dictating what's going to happen in the world right now by anchoring your own energy. If you have more anger, you're going to see more anger. If you have more love, you're going to see more peace. So it's back to what you want to invest in, what you want to pour in that bucket. That's the best advice I could give, you know. Literally right now, and um, fear, fear is uh, fear is not real, but fear is real, so real in your three D life. The fear of we have so many different kind of fear. What's the best way to deal with fear? Is that you acknowledge that you by saying I'm aware that I'm not comfortable go there because when you say I'm aware, you actually telling your ego is like, hey, I see. I feel you, I see you, and I acknowledge you. So once you're doing that, it's like when you acknowledge certain things, when actually, when by the time you're aware that, you acknowledge that, actually that fear is not there anymore. Like, I would say the intensity of fear will not be the same as before you're naming it, you know? Um, and how to conquer fear, that's a big topic. I don't think, uh, you know, we... we, we can get into today, but I would say just by by acknowledge that uh, to honor your body and honor your ego. Say I see what you feel like it, and uh, if you don't feel like to want to go forward and honor that, maybe next time you can try and uh, take baby steps. Every time we want to change something, I would suggest people that take baby step. Do not from step one to step twelve. You don't want to skip this eleven steps because those eleven steps has lessons has pearls for you to pick up, have wisdom for you to pick up. But I would say, you know, this time you feel like, you know, it probably going to, uh, you know, freeze you. You take a baby step, maybe just saying, I'm aware right now. What I cannot do when I have this awareness and how can I choose these baby steps to honor myself, to actually be aware, to lean into this, this, this fear uh, to see how your body feel about it. Instead of like, I need to completely shift from fear to, Love. You can anchor, slowly anchor the love in, but how can I from completely freak, freak out to what can I do to little bit, move a little bit? It's a practice, a practice. And if people come to my healing session, then I will go because if your conscious mind, when you ask your conscious mind, which only takes the 10% of our consciousness field, you will not, it's like you're freaking out when you're in this five flight uh, mode, you will have traumatic uh, traumatic response you will not be in a heart-centered way so when they come to my healing i usually have them close my close their eyes in the zeta healing i bring them to the zeta brain wave which is the same similar brain wave when you sleep so it's the most relaxed um 
state, they can still access their subconscious, but they are being with me in this state. I can go dig deep into their memory system to ask them, like, what's the worst thing could happen if something happened, which is fear, right? Then work from there. But if normally in 3D life, I would just take slow, honor yourself. You don't want to push yourself too hard because your ego is protecting you. If ego knows that you're going to do that, going to kill yourself, your ego will not allow yourself. You can, that's why you can have panic attack. So be gentle on yourself. Take slow. Wow, this is so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing. I feel like I have nothing to add to it and I'm going to leave <laughs> our audience with what you just said because yes. it's a lot to process. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for your beautiful wisdom. I really feel the divine flowing through you and the intention of channeling everything was certainly fulfilled because I really can feel like you're just in the flow. So thank you so much yes. for being with us today and for your amazing, beautiful, divine Thank you flow. so much. I will see you soon. Okay, they are keeping keep in touch thank you so much bye thank you so much for listening to us today and for tuning in it was a beautiful inspiring conversation i feel so uplifted and so inspired by that and i really hope that you feel it too so stay tuned to the next episode and i'm sending you so 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 much love and peace for you and for the whole world right now